0: Soxy Soxy. Good afternoon from here, Tam. Are you still in Dallas? <laughs> stuck in Dallas? I am
1: still stuck burning my ass off in Dallas. we're yes. still triple
0: digits. Well, I don't feel bad for you because you left and you came to Nashville and now you've gone to Dallas and now you're stuck there because the universe, God, whatever you believe in, uh, manifestation has wanted you closer to me. Yes. So it is not letting you leave to realize that you can never go back to California. You need to come <laughs> move to Nashville because it's amazing here. I
1: will have to say, some I ways. Was, yes, I was very impressed with Nashville. It's fun. Like it is kind of, I mean, you could do like a 24 hour party there. It's kind of like, country Vegas in some ways, but then there's other parts that are a little more you know still and like
0: family yeah. oriented, you can also and- like buy an insane house for like no money. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I mean, that's why people have really left. Let's be real. They're right. like, Oh, I want a seven bedroom house that goes yeah. <laughs> for the price of half a house in
1: California. You know, yeah, it's, it's exactly it's
0: well. Today's well. gonna be an interesting show because mm. I've been up all night. Because my <laughs> kid, my eldest kid, who's eight years old, she my husband used to do this when he sleeps, so that's why mm. he does not sleep in the bed most of the time now. No, he's he he does but like he keeps me up as well but she on her bed she bangs her head into the headboard um, as a self-soothing method to get herself to sleep so literally all night i hear just like all night and then i have to go in and i'm half asleep and i'm trying to like gentle parents i'm like you know i'm trying not to be like phoenix shut up so I'm like, hey Phoenix, you do bang your head. Mommy needs to go to sleep. But I had to do that about 15 times last night because it's just it's it's a self-soothing mechanism, but it's really hard wow. to deal with when you live in a household.
1: That sounds very um yeah, that would be very distracting. Like that sounds for very sleep. strange. <laughs> but is it does does she hurt herself when she's doing it? I've not now she of has this. a she has a bruise on her nose. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. Oh my God, poor baby. I
0: know, she just loves it. It's a way to like knock Mm -hmm. herself out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We all have our thing, right? (laughs) And my husband said he used to do that too. And I'm like, that's why you're such a strange person. Oh, so it can be hereditary. It is hereditary. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we can ask our next guest what they think about this strange behavior. Um, (laughs) You know, one of these guests that we have on, I'm sure she hears this all the time, you know, I grew up with her on my screens and she has such a big imprint to my childhood. You know, I would come home from school. I would, my parents would let me for 30 minutes, watch a TV show that I rec- Like I think it w- we recorded it back then. I'm so old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was allowed to watch a show and eat like pop tarts. I don't know. Do you guys have pop tarts? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you eat pop tarts watch <laughs> her show. And I would, like I lived my whole childhood like through that experience as well. And I don't know, just having her here, I would talk about manifestation and coming full circle. And I just think it's really awesome. I think social media, really does connect us in so many ways. And um, I'm just really honored to, to speak to these people about mm-hmm. everything that's going on in the world right now, but also, you know, a little childhood childhood moment for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we definitely have a full house today. I mean, if that, if, if. That was a good segue. Yeah right. We have actress and podcaster Jody Sweeten on today, along with her
2: podcasting partner Celia Bayar. Welcome, welcome. How are you guys podcasting doing and platonic today? Platonic
3: life partner Celia Behar. <laughs> the amount of times that people ask us if we're a couple is like right. actually platonic guys,
2: platonic, <laughs> right? Just best friends. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. we
3: we all have our work wives,
0: don't we? Yeah.
2: there you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. I
0: have seen your boobs, Roxy.
1: You
2: <laughs> she remember? has. she has. Yeah. If you haven't seen your best friend's boobs, then that's not your best friend. Like, Where are you girl? Several... Right. right. We we ever went even in, are we went you in even friends? If you haven't seen in the same room and you haven't seen each other's boobs, you're not really best friends. She yes. took a pregnancy That's like my old acquaintance, really. Like, yeah. Right. Like, oh, right. fuck it. I'm changing. Like, hey, then nine people come <laughs> in the bathroom. I got to pee. Especially <laughs> if you become a mom. So, like, yeah, best friend, <laughs> yeah. please.
0: Please. Roxy when I thought I was pregnant she let me like she held the piece I think didn't you hold the piece <laughs> or something like while I was being on her something just so yeah. strange and then I think I got my beard at the same time and I was like oh this is so weird and I guess we're oh now. so yeah <laughs>
1: that was right after you saw my boobs so it was kind of like a two for that day it was a little of both right, well, right.
2: you know at least you're equal so <laughs>
1: exactly exactly
2: how Where was- did you guys meet wait okay. <laughs> We met
0: online. The <laughs>
2: <you online? laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <sound laughs> hilarious thing is it does sound like we met on like a dating profile.
3: yeah um, Celia, mm-hmm. take it. I, I we met, yeah, we met because my um our mutual friend who I um run a mom support group with Allison Porter, um, who people know as Curly Sue, and she won season 10 of The Voice. Mm-hmm. Um We run the Low Mama Support Group and Jody was in there and I did not realize that she was the Jody Sweeten from Full House. Mm -hmm. And things that Jody would post about her kids and I was posting about my kids were like really similar. And Mm -hmm. I think I DM'd her first to be like, dude, like because we were bitching about the same thing. And like, we just struck up this online friendship. I lived in upstate New York at the time and she was in LA Mm
1: -hmm.
3: and and at some point in the messages, I was, I said something to the effect of like. You were like, it's really unfortunate that you have, the uh, it's really
2: unfortunate that you have the same name as the girl from Full House.
3: And I just meant it like. And I every time she set up like a bank account, and you didn't respond to me about it. And then I told right. Her. I think, and not because I was trying to be
2: a, a bitch about yeah. it. I just was like, I didn't see. What the am message, I supposed to say? No problem, <laughs> to say?
3: But I came back and I was like, Oh, I am her. Well Allie were, like, first, Yeah, Allie told me first because I like told her I said that, and Allie was like, Oh, like she <laughs> is the girl from Full House." I was like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> Right, yeah. But then I had and then I like went back for our messages and I was like, did I say anything like really shitty about Full House? I, I didn't really ever watch Full House, so I I mean, I grew up with it like in the background like everybody. Yeah. You know, in I did I just yeah, I just didn't really watch it. So anyway, we just we just bonded and I moved here and I found out exactly where she lived and I moved like two blocks away, so <laughs> <laughs> I it, randomly I moved so randomly we've lived like three she moved all the way across the country
2: without knowing she moved three minutes from me yeah.
3: Right, and oh. so that's, that's
2: weird.
3: yeah and then I just you know and made it so that i was a permanent part of her life whether she liked yeah. it or
2: <laughs> pretty much pretty until much until you saw her boobs and then you're right. like no, we're right and then it was then it was like well i got what i wanted and now <laughs> uh, podcast we're kind of stuck together it's a little weird but you know yeah and
3: then yeah. For somebody who's crazy you know flat chested seeing anybody's boobs just makes me so bad so it didn't work <laughs> i kind of wish i was flat chested to be honest with you because Do you not
0: it just kind of like. <laughs> yeah because at some point after you've had kids you're either mm-hmm. just gonna have to accept the fact that your boobs are moving lower to your feet mm-hmm. or you have to do something about it right and then I'm like oh mm-hmm. if I do something about it like what if I die on the table and it's like Tim and Zursok died on the table getting a boob job like that's <laughs> not how I want to go maybe like, I'd rather like it just I don't know I'd be like I'm not embarrassed but I'm like eh,
2: that's always gonna like I'll never it just shrinking though it's not that our that our boobs is the narrative, are right? And right. And yeah. Gravitational pull is pulling us down further. And our feet are actually just becoming closer to our boobs. You know yeah, what? It
1: is a fact that we do lose some height and everything oh, sure. as we
2: get older. Very depressing. Clemson. My grandma, oh, my no. grandma always used to say that she was four ten on a good day, right? Oh. And was like, I was sitting taller. I was like, Grandma, you were never above 5'10". I, I've already dollars.
3: lost. I've already lost half an inch, according to my doctor, because I'm old. You, so and yeah. I- and but you know but again I, I do I used to complain about having you know no boobs but as I've gotten older I will say it is very nice. It's for great top.
0: you can wear crop to- like no uh you can wear like singlet tops I've never been mm-hmm. able to do that you know because right. they're just like again they're I mean I could I should just experiment. Yes, but but own why own would own you do that? Why you love, love, love yourself right. Everywhere. Right. everywhere? Let, let them
2: Let's go say. in different directions. Cool go. Yeah. Right, I You
0: know there's a boob to the right. My child only used to suck on. One of them did that happen to you?
3: I, I don't know. Like, well, the, uh, I definitely favored yeah. one more than the other. Yes, I would call that the good one. I was like, I guess that's the good boob. I, don't I know. called
1: it the. I called it the stud and the dud. Like one was yeah, the dud. The and dud. The, yep, it's always coming yep. through for me. Yes, it was the I, left. It was yeah. The left. I did not. Yeah.
2: I did not breastfeed, so I, I, I did not have a, a stud or a dud. Oh. I pump pumped a for a few pack. months and there was like, that was, there was that, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried, I, I tried for three to four mm-hmm. months and I would have to, literally my entire life was just having the baby on the boo. And then I would pump when she wasn't on the boo. And I got to a point where like I dropped, which I'm sure you've heard these stories, but I dropped like three ounces. I never even knew about ounces until I had kids. I'm like three ounces I dropped on the floor and I actually felt like I almost lost my mind. I was hysterical. And I thought this isn't healthy for me, my mental health, my family, my children, my Mm -hmm. husband, nothing. So I stopped. And I think a lot of women don't talk about that experience. And because you do feel like a failure. I mean, I did. And I do think the narrative sets us up to be a Mm -hmm. failure. Like when you can't breastfeed, especially your first kid. Second one, I was like, I don't give a
2: fuck. (laughs) I I did it because I simply was like, this is not a fun experience. There's no bonding happening here. This is painful. I want to like throw this child across. Like I was just like, ow, go away. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll be like, it's the most beautiful experience. Mm. I'm like, no, No. it's not
3: (laughs) fun. I I nursed each of my kids for a year and I I mean and hats off to
2: it. I couldn't do it. I pumped and then I was like, this is I just I can't.
3: But I can't say that, like you know. I know some women do love it, and like you know, props to them. You know, whatever second I I didn't model whatever. yeah. I just
1: remember the sound of that pump because it was like.
3: We've
2: Talk to you in the what night. Every, I every said west side, the oh. Like west I side, west side. Yeah. West side. All I was like, "What is happening? Oh my god!" Do it, do it now. Do it now. Do
1: yeah. It now.
2: Right? <laughs> you would
1: just do it, but I think now, like I don't know, when my daughter's eight, and so back then it you're
0: still breastfeeding her, right?
2: Do you still have a boob? No,
1: there's somebody out there listening right now
2: that's like uh-huh
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah. no as soon as that literally the one-year birthday mark hit I was like done I'm out like I was like goodbye pump. like but it was stupid because I did it the week of like family coming in town like mm. her first birthday and party. your hormones so, mm. oh my god the hormones were through the roof my boobs were on fire because they were like you know trying to shoot yeah. milk out and it just was hard and it was so painful, but I was yeah. like,
0: "Fuck it, I don't care." Like one year, I'm done, um and it just yeah. I was at a Billy Joel I concert when I gave up. Oh, you did, and in New York <laughs> by myself. And I was like, "Well, since I'm away from my kids for two and a half days, this is it. This is when yeah. I was gonna stop." Uh-huh. I was just yeah, sobbing, sobbing <laughs> to Billy Joel. I feel like, like a lot of people have said, the I've the given fire. up a Billy
2: Joel concert. I feel yeah, like a lot of yeah, in general, like, yeah. a of yeah. in general about a variety of things. Right.
3: Yeah. I gave the kids like. <laughs> quit me at, at, you know, about a year or they both just like one night decided, yep. like a different, you know, they were both like, yeah, I'm done. And I remember being like relieved. Like I was so happy because I was like, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. But I also then was like really bummed. And someone mm. described it to me as like, it's like being from uh, fired from a job that you hated. Like, yeah. like, you know yeah like yeah fuck this job but then you're also yeah. like you oh doing? I miss the people yeah you're like, you're like why are they firing they, me? they didn't want like, it, right yeah you like take mm-hmm. it personally you know and that's that's pretty true I think but I was it was hard and I I don't know I think for mental health reasons certainly there's too much pressure put on women to do it and if you don't mm-hmm. if it's not feeling like you can do it or you're it's making postpartum depression worse, worse which it can um, then why on earth would you, would you do that? Like, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. And women are just judged so harshly for uh, it. Judged on no. everything. I feel I like.
2: I say, add it to the yeah. list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're judged
0: on like, you want to get a boob job. You think you're too great. You don't want to get a boob job. You've lost your boobs. You mm-hmm. you want to like, you know, whatever it is, even if you love yourself, like this, I feel like this is narrative, like be body positive, love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like be comfortable in your own skin, but then you are, and it's like, but she's let herself go, and she has yeah. to. Well, this is, there's, there's, there's a huge, know.
2: within the, like, feminist movement, there's a huge conflict of body positivity and uh, an acceptance of, you know, women who want to, amplify things about their body or change pieces of their body like mm. what is the message of acceptance versus this is what I want to do of body autonomy and it's like it gets really confusing because you're like yeah like do all that stuff whatever you want and you're like but like don't do it because you feel like you have to but like if you feel like you have to because it makes you feel better than do that but like not because men want you to but like if that's what you want then cool you're like oh my god I don't even know it's okay. too much.
0: Like I was thinking, like, I wanted to get Botox around. I've never done anything to my face yet, and I've been very open about it on social media. I was like, if I am, I'll, I'll tell you guys. And I wanted to get a little bit of Botox around my eyes. And I thought, well, should I, should I video that, right? And I thought, well, I don't want to lie to my, my followers who are ninety-seven percent women. I want to mm-hmm. also say, like, I want to do this because it makes me feel good. But I'm also pra- trying to practice self-love and give myself a mm-hmm. high five <laughs> in the mirror in the morning, you know. But, but I'm not perfect, and I
2: also want to feel my best and that's okay too and what the who gives a fuck what gives I know go. I got yeah. Botox simply mm-hmm. for the fact that when I do like the holiday movies and stuff mm-hmm. they love like a like a close-up mm-hmm. and I apparently uh am the reincarnation of Groucho Marx because my eyebrows really <laughs> like yeah. to do a lot of acting mm-hmm. and talking and different which is great for comedy, but, like, a lovely, like, you know, soft. <laughs> <laughs> we falling in love with me. Happen- Why are her- what is this <laughs> happening? And, like, the eyebrows were doing that, and I was like, I need them to just be fucking still. Like, I just yeah. need them to settle down. So, like, I can still move them a little bit, but, like, I just, they needed to settle. They needed yeah. to settle. Does it feel heavy? Yeah, what is
1: it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. You know what? It,
2: I, I get, a, like, the minimal amount that you can get. Okay. Um, Just like a little bit up here, just so I don't like, you know, move. and then like, I'll get it maybe every six months. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't keep it to where it's like frozen all the time. I let it kind of wear off and get, you know, because yeah. I don't oh, like what? it to be frozen and weird. And, and that's the only place right. that I do anything. And again, it was just because my eyebrows really needed their own IMDB. But why isn't
1: it so much like women should live and let live, you know, it's like, everyone's so judged all the time. And oftentimes, A lot by other women you know Mm -hmm. and it's like why is she getting like why is her face frozen or like why is it not you know botox enough it's like can't we just all live and let live right
2: yeah it's uh the yeah the internalized patriarchy is killing us all yes
1: (laughs) yes Yes. and speaking of like the patriarchy and just things that have been going on this week you know with the Mm. roe v wade it's just been you know nuts and i know jody we saw you at this you know rally and you got pretty roughhoused at that mm. at that gathering. I mean, it didn't look comfortable.
2: How are I, you? doing? I, I'm I'm fine. Um, I'm fine. All I ask is that if people are um, disturbed by what they saw and think that um, you know that that that's an outrage, let me tell mm-hmm. you, I've been out at protests with people who are out there on the ground consistently. Uh, I've seen. I've seen people denied medical care. I've seen people beaten and left on a sidewalk um, by police. I've seen um, women assaulted. I've seen people snatched up without their rights. I've seen a lot of really terrible things. Mm. Um, So all I ask is if people are outraged that like a little white girl that you grew up with is getting tossed by the police, um, I beg you to look into it more because uh, I am not the first nor the worst, uh, not even of that day. So, Mm. you know, if that makes you mad, please check out places like Say Their Name's LA, community control police that's just here in LA that works with victims and uh, of police brutality and really also the fact that this happens to to people of color and and, and in our communities mm. of color all the time mm. and so you know it was a little weird getting all of the attention because I was kind of like a little like almost resentful of it. like you got this is who cares mm. it happened to me. like do you know what goes on every day um so that's as long as I can keep turning it into that and making it about what the bigger message mm-hmm. messages. Um, and that right now this, you know, this is kind of a war on women. This is, they're coming for us. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it doesn't matter who you are or, or, or what you stand for. You know, if you're out there, they are, they're, they're coming for you. So
3: a lot of
0: people in this, you know, in the entertainment business, social media, whatever they they do stay silent because they're afraid they uh, they're afraid of getting attacked. They're afraid of speaking up. I mean, I, I, Roxie and I were talking, you know, I think that the narrative of like, it's, you know, I don't get political. I think it's too late. I think we need to get political. We need to start standing up because it's affecting our children. It's affecting our lives. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, even, even, if we didn't think it did before, it always has. We need to stand up. We need to say something. What is it about you or how you were brought up that has mm-hmm. always made you want to fight the fight? It's always made yeah. you want to get in and like be there amongst it all. Because you know, I've I've gone to to protest, but you're in the forefront. Like you're mm-hmm. really
2: you trailblai- know I I don't think it was the way I was raised for sure. Cause my mom is usually pretty horrified. I'm like, why are you in the front? What? Are you saying? <laughs> my mom is like the ultimate, and I, I love my mom and she's super supportive of like mm. my, you know, my, my fight for women's rights. And she's very much on board with everything, but she's just my mom. So she's like, well, she wants <laughs> to protect yeah. you. Right. Um, But, you know, I, is a rule following, like don't cross against the, the cross light or, you know, the crosswalk sort of person. And mm. I'm just like, not like that. I, I, if, if injustice is happening, rules go out the window. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and for me, I, I have spent a lot of my life, uh, pleasing other people and being quiet about, um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, about things. Um, but I have also always had a mouth on me that will come to the defense of other people usually Mm -hmm. far before myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I just, I know that staying quiet doesn't serve anyone. It mm. doesn't raise awareness. It doesn't make people, uh, uh, uncomfortable enough to change anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we only change things on a personal level, global level, countrywide level when we're really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the more we stay in our comfort zones, the less things are going to change. And the more we just sort of play nice and get along and nothing really happens. Um, and, you know, for me, I, I'm I'm an American citizen, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm a, I'm a mother, I'm all of these things far before I'm an actress. Um, mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, when people say like, oh, you shouldn't get political. I go, oh, I'm like, I'm political way before any of this other mm-hmm. shit, you know what I mean? Like what I do for a living, um, you know, when people are like, I'm not a fan of you anymore. I'm like, well, you, you never were a fan of me. You were a fan of a character and the person that I am is very different and mm-hmm. maybe I'm not for you and that's cool. I'm not for everyone. I'm I'm mouthy. I'm I'm I you know I, I curse like a sailor. I don't really give a shit what people think of me. I'm not here anymore to like be win any popularity contest. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to be like things are really like this is like a dumpster fire happening right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless people in positions of privilege get out there and start using that privilege, um, then then like why do you have it in the first place?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's an interesting point, um, talking about people in entertainment and social media and that have a public platform. Is there actually a responsibility for them to get out there and really speak out? Do you think that it should be that they are, that they are all doing this?
2: In For my personal view, the person that I am, mm-hmm. I feel it incumbent upon someone who has a platform that mm-hmm. can reach a lot of people, particularly a platform um like like full house that has right. reached so many people that people grew up with um i personally am someone that thinks that if you have a level of responsibility and fame then it is then you have to stand up for people that that, that the things that you believe in otherwise like why I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm not a person that like cares about, I, I popularity to me, isn't the thing. It's about mm-hmm. being able to lay my head on the pillow at night and be like, this is what I mm-hmm. believe in. And I'm glad that I stood up for, you know, um, for what I believe in, for myself, for my friends, for my daughters, for other Americans. Mm-hmm. I and mean, this is just, this is the way of the world, so.
0: Mm-hmm. I I feel that, like you said, you know, a lot of people in this, because we are in the social media world as as well, it's like people don't speak up because they don't want to lose financial stability that in turn pays and feeds their children, right? Mm -hmm. But like you said, I think at some point when you do stand up for something that you believe in, you end up finding those rewards in so many different ways right. financially, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that and, that's right.
2: Been, and this yes. is, and I think, you know, for me, I know I've, I mean, I've lost hundreds of thousands of followers at different points over the last mm-hmm. several years, standing up for things mm-hmm. that I believe in. And I'm, and I, I'm like, mm, Oh, well it, you know, I, I have lost financial opportunities and movies mm-hmm. and brand deals and whatever, like because of certain things I posted. And I'm, I, I've always said people are like, oh, you shouldn't do this. You're going to post your way out of a job. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I, I, I at least I'm going to, I'm going to stand up for something. Like I, mm-hmm. I, maybe it's stupid. And some people probably see me as stupid in this business that I'm willing to shoot myself in the foot because I have a big mouth and I stand up for what I believe in, but I'd just rather be that person. I'd rather have a normal job mm-hmm. and like a normal life mm-hmm. than be beholden to other people to allow or not allow me to. Use
0: freedom. It's freedom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah it is and it's peace right like you can be at peace like you can put right. your head down at night and feel you know you can sleep at night you know i
2: mean trust me sometimes you know the, this week i've been like what oh God, why? 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 <laughs> everyone has seen that video like, by the way it's, you know, <laughs> for me, it's like so like i called you i was like do, do i look like a selfish ass? i was like i don't want to make this about me this is not about me yeah you know um so well, that's anything, what
3: at all mm. i mean that's that's the thing like in fact mm. you tried to like you know first you were like yeah, I don't want to even like respond, you know? But mm-hmm. I think that this stance that you, you know, you took, which it's funny, cause you know, anytime something happens and it's in the press for Jody, everyone also contacts me, like I'm her spokesperson and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and so- I, But I'm I,
2: a I- life partner. I don't know everything. Right, you know. <laughs> I
3: only right.
2: know what her boobs look like. I <laughs> yeah,
1: that's really it, that's it. <laughs>
3: um, sorry about that. We've only peed in front of each other. Um, right. But I, you know, I said the same thing. I'm like, listen, like she, you know, she doesn't want to make this about her. She's not going to make it about her, but she is going to use this platform to make sure Mm -hmm. that people understand that way Mm -hmm. worse is happening out there and that this is a war on women and you're seeing it and that, you know, the cops are not accountable in any way whatsoever Mm -hmm. and it's a problem. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I'm just so proud of you all the time. I tell her that Mm -hmm. all the time, but I am because there's people out there that wouldn't do that. That mm-hmm. you know that for for the in the same way where people back away from speaking up because they mm-hmm. don't want those followers they mm-hmm. speak up for the wrong reasons looking for that validation that accolades and making mm-hmm. it all about them and like ooh, mm-hmm. look what I did and um you know and and Jody doesn't do that and I think it's an easy thing in this day and age with all the social media and and the like validation addicts we've all become to like mm-hmm. move the, you know point of what is going on. And, and as far as like getting political, you know, somebody, I was on another show the, the other day and somebody said like, oh, we're not political on the show. And I said, well, that's good. Cause this isn't a political issue. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that's the whole mm-hmm. problem. Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. ever have been a political issue. This is actually a woman's health issue. Yeah. And I'll Tell you why. And then like, and I posted a story on my social media last night. You know, and it's one of many that's like circulating about, you know, a, a girl who's pregnant. She wanted this baby, she's got other kids, mm. and you know, she found out I think she's like 24, 25 weeks pregnant, and found out that this baby is not going to make it. And not only is this baby not going to make it, it's in severe pain. It's having mm. got all these defects, it's got it's having seizures in her body, she can feel it. Mm. And she had been walking through the steps to get, uh, you know, to terminate the pregnancy because if the baby's born, it's going to be in extreme pain. Mm. When it's born, it will not live very long. And they scheduled the um, the procedure to happen the day that the Roe v. Wade flipped in a mm. state where they came down right no away. And, said, no. mm. and they are forcing her to carry to term now. And she will then either lose the baby in utero and Mm. and be forced to, you know, push out then or the baby will come out and she'll have to watch her daughter die. I mean, it's barbaric.
2: That is not,
3: yeah. I mean, it's barbaric. And that's not a political issue. Like that is a women's health issue. And I, that's the stuff that breaks my heart. And even more so is to read some of the comments on her post about it Mm -hmm. and seeing that they're from women. I can't wrap, I just can't wrap my, how do Mm -hmm. I my,
2: people notoriously vote against their own interests in order to you know
1: yeah the thing yeah. of it is too it's not a religious issue either you know it's like politics and so religion be. exactly well, it, shouldn't be, right? it shouldn't be and it's but the problem is, is that now we have politics in it and now we have religion in it and that's like mucking everything up for everybody and it's like that the thing is like you know we're supposed to be living in a democracy and it's like why we have we're, it's more like a theocracy at this point. It's like you know it, it is, and I
2: think that's that's right. why we've all been like, hey, yeah, you know, right? These are the things that we're seeing, you know. And Celia was talking about the other day, like in the Jewish faith, mm-hmm.
3: you know, it's part abortion of it. is not is not a, a, a sin or anything like mm-hmm. that. In Judaism, the the health mentally and physically of the woman comes first. Mm-hmm. That you do not consider. A uh, a baby to be a life until mm-hmm. after it is out and this and the spirit is in and you don't even mm-hmm. do a bris or a baby naming. I think it's eight days. Mm. Um, very bad Jew. Um, But I believe it's eight days before Mm. you do that. And that's because of that reason. So, you know, my, for me also, my, my religious rights are now being in French pond. Same with Mm. my daughters. Oh, and by the way, the whole prayer in school thing right away, I wrote my daughters. I said, this was my direct text to them. I said, the fuck you will ever say a Christian (laughs) prayer in your classroom, if any teacher asks you that at any point, you say no. I do not care if you get suspended. I do not care if you get expelled. We will work it out from there. Do mm-hmm. not ever feel like you need to do that. Mm-hmm. And what is going to happen when uh, you know, a Muslim teacher or a Jewish mm-hmm. teacher says, Oh, we're gonna say um, mm-hmm. you know, a Muslim prayer, a Jewish prayer in class. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I
0: said to my husband, like about two months ago, I was like, well, maybe we should try for a third kid. I have a three and a half year old and I have an eight year old. And I Mm -hmm. said to him yesterday, I said, I've made my decision. I don't want a third child. And it just Uh really is horrible that so many women now have to choose what their family looks like based on the government, because Mm -hmm. I don't feel now that I'm in Tennessee, we just moved from California. I don't feel safe. I had many miscarriages between my first and my second child. Some of them were quite traumatic i took the pill when the heart stopped beating of my second miscarriage and birthed that baby on a pee pad on the floor that was i remember when the heart stopped beating of my fetus i wanted it out i wanted it out i wanted it out i was in so much pain emotionally even physically mm-hmm. i did not want to be carrying fetus in my mm-hmm. body and mm-hmm. i can't even you know it's hard to even put yourself in the shoes of women now who don't have the resources to leave the state and don't have them you know because people will like we said they'll get abortions That just the ones that won't are the ones mm-hmm. who can't okay. afford it mm-hmm. they have the stuff um, and I said, you know, I don't want to risk it. What happens if I have a miscarriage and they won't treat me and I die for my other two children? What happens mm-hmm. if I carry my baby to term but something, happen- like, if something happens in the last few weeks and then it's between me or the baby, they'll save the baby, they won't save uh-huh. me. I have two other children and I don't know if I can get to another hospital out of state in time to save my life. Right. And so the government has decided what my family looks like and what a lot of families look like. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I, it's a very easy because I do. I have people who, you know, I've posted about it on my stories and they do attack me. And they say, like, how can you, because it's very, you know, this isn't a black or white situation. It's not like, oh, we stop abortions. It means all oh, these babies are going to live this beautiful life that weren't going to live before. There's so many oh, other right. right that we don't talk about. And mm-hmm. I don't think anyone as a mother, we're, we're mothers, like, I don't think anyone loves the idea of an abortion, right? We don't love that idea, but it's mm-hmm. not like, I can't impose what I feel I... in my body. Mm -hmm. I
2: honestly have no business worrying about what anyone else is reproductive. Mm -hmm. I don't, it doesn't, you know, I think also we, I think, you know, we we do need to be cautious as women when we fall into the trap of saying like well of course i don't want people to use it as this i don't want because I, we, we we're still having to justify right you yeah. don't mm-hmm. have to justify yeah. Why, like okay all uh, we want we want it but we'll do it the way that you say we'll do it the right. way you know, and there's there's still it has to be absolutely 100% my choice my business yeah. mm-hmm. if, if i want to have 5 in a year mm-hmm. that's nobody else's business uh-huh. except for me and my reproductive choice Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we are at this place where we're negotiating for human rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're negotiating with people for human rights. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it, we we have forgotten that, you know, we are whole people as we are and that, that it doesn't matter. None of those reasons have mm-hmm. any bearing on anyone's decision to make their own reproductive choices, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. And like, you know, when they say, you know, all of a sudden, Gay rights are not going to be quite Like, who the fuck gives a shit if two people get married? Like, it doesn't affect your life. Like, mm-hmm. who
1: cares? Yeah, if one
2: so of it, them passes away, that the other has rights to right. their state, like, what right. does it, it matter right. to you? Why
1: does it matter? Right.
2: They actually, the the Texas Attorney General just stated that he is willing and ready to defend the um to defend Larson, which is the case in Texas that was brought mm-hmm. about in 1998, the sodomy case mm-hmm. that eventually went to the Supreme. In court the texas attorney general has already made a statement as of this morning or yesterday that he is ready and willing and prepared to uh battle that in court again and to overturn it
3: yeah. so wow. when, when we say they are coming for LGBT, there are they already are they are yeah and they've been plotting that for a while there's right. there's been little things that they've been, i mean look look at florida i mean mm-hmm. that was like if you if you can't see the the writing on the wall just by what you know is going on with the don't say gay laws and everything else mm-hmm. there i mean that that's you know it, it's i know i said this the other day on, our, on one of our shows but it's very much the you know the saying of i can't i cannot remember how it goes but it's you know first they came for the socialists, then they came for the communist and it goes you know and then they came for the jews like it's it's what's happening and and i know people want to stick their head in the sand but all you really have to do is actually you know look look at history i have a thing posted in my story right now, it's a breakdown Mm. of, you know, how, um, how Hitler came to, to power and, Mm. you know, a slideshow of how it all happened. And, you know, it, you'd be hard pressed not to tell me that there's,
2: if you, if you listed several facts out about, uh, the Weimar Republic in Germany in the mid to late 1930s, and you
3: left out where they were from, you would probably think that most of them were from right now. Yeah yeah and th- and that's why you know that's why in again in judaism like one of the things we say is you know never forget never again mm-hmm. like, that's what you say and it does feel very much like people are forgetting or at least choosing to stick their head in the sand and then some obviously are actively not forgetting and following this as a model of how mm-hmm. they want you know, this country to run and you know, i said to my, my girls are on vacation with their dad. I said, as soon as you guys get back, I'm updating your passports. I said this to Joe the other day. I'm like, it's not, I don't feel safe as, yeah. a, as a Jew with Jewish daughters in this country mm-hmm. at this point to not have updated passports so that I can flee the country. Where do I live that I'm saying that in 2022, mm-hmm. but I feel very, very strongly that I'm correct to make sure mm-hmm. I have updated passports, which, you know, that, that's, you know, I think about how I grew up and I think about all the Holocaust survivors I've known and and thinking how that was like so far away from anything that, and it was never that far away. Listen, the Holocaust wasn't even a hundred years ago, you know, mm-hmm. like they're still survivors. And just thinking that, you know, as a kid, you know, in, in Israel going to like a Holocaust museum and seeing what I saw there and internalizing it and knowing that oh if I had been born in a different place in a different time this could have happened yeah. to me and thank god it never can and now being like whoa wait a second mm-hmm. like and seeing this happen to you know just you know women in general all and and knowing it is going to you know that the the overturning of Roe v Wade mm-hmm. disproportionately affects Mm-hmm. you know, so many women, but also the argument of, you know, oh, they just bumped it back to the state. So I don't know what you guys are complaining about, which is like all over my wall over your wall. Too. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I think they don't understand that, that it doesn't need to stay that way, that, you know, if you can overturn a law and throw it back to the States when it was a mm-hmm. law to protect it, that when you have the right people in power or the wrong people, as the case may be, that also can then become a national law that it is nationally outlawed mm-hmm. and then take it away from the States.
2: But the thing is, there's not enough coffee in the world for this bullshit. That's all. I'm <laughs> that's all. I'm why saying. is it allowed? Like you know, I I understand the the, mm-hmm. the state's argument, but what? So
0: in like almost thirty states that you're a second class citizen as a woman, just in those mm-hmm. like it's right, still right, not okay. Right. It doesn't it's matter
1: right. if it's, right.
2: it's, it's right. Like, so what the other the, the other places that you can't get abortion aren't going to fight for the mm-hmm. woman. Well, that's the interesting thing is people are like, well, why are you fighting for it? It's fine in California. I'm like, because
3: I'm, <laughs> I'm not, That's why. <laughs> that's why. why. Wait,
2: what? <laughs> like. I'm
1: well, it's but also- because,
2: I'm like because the mm. care about uh, people I- yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the United States oh, man, I'm like, I think according to like the Christianity thing mm-hmm. you're supposed to care about other people and I and yeah. that's what I'm trying to do
1: well, there's a, there's a lot of hypocrisy, right? Like is Whoa. in all of this, right? It's it's
2: finger guns, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Finger guns. Well, it's
1: yeah. also kind of scary too, because I realized that all four of us are the mothers of daughters. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. So going forward, that's... right? Yeah. Like right.
2: you think about yeah, their ask, rights. What do we do? Right, what do we I do? I think that's like, what it is, is we're that's... like, we are like, we grew up, Mm-hmm. This was settled. This was done. This was done. Like our mothers right. fought this. This right. you know, the generation. It? it was yeah. good. We're all done. Right. Now we got to do this shit again. again. Like you Like we. And
1: they can, they can feasibly our daughters could have less rights than our mothers had. Like they have do, mothers depending
3: have. on where you live, they yeah, are they not do rights and they do. Mm-hmm. crazy i mean that's it's just crazy to me that that's where we're at
0: so a lot of us feel lost a lot of us have been depressed anxious mm-hmm. the
3: last
2: few <laughs> days and it's like and a lot of us now. meaning all four of us here yeah <laughs> right,
0: now. <laughs> right. right so now at this point. what do we oh, i want to funnel my anxiety mm-hmm. into doing something that actually makes mm-hmm. some sort of difference because i do think that you know there's a lot on social media of virtual signaling, like, you know, oh, we want to, but then nothing happens. No one actually uh, puts their money or puts their feet on the ground to do something. So what do we do now? Like, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't last another 10 decades, 20 years before.
2: Well, I I, 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 I mean, we've seen what happened, what has happened in other countries when women take to the streets and when they put their, their, you know, money where their mouth is which is is, you know um unless life is made uncomfortable enough by the women and the people who and 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 our our trans community and our lgbtq community that this Mm -hmm. is affecting until the disruption uh, of other people's life is uncomfortable enough whether it be through a national strike whether it be through women taking to the streets whether it be through all of those things you know um i really think that People need to know, you know, in Mexico City, in Poland, in Iceland in the 70s, yeah. women shut it down. They were like, oh, you want to take this from us? We're done. So yeah. things like, you know, I have a, a currently have a petition up right now um, for, for SAG to try and get a no work order for mm-hmm. um, uh, states in the country that are not in support of abortion rights that, guess what? We're not, SAG members should not go work there because if you become pregnant, if you find out you're pregnant when you're in a state like that, and Mm -hmm. I know many women and many actresses that that's happened to, Mm -hmm. your life is now at risk. And Mm -hmm. if your union isn't looking out for you when your life is at risk where you're working, then what's the point? So, you know, things like that, having all of these um, businesses that are supporting, you know, uh, uh, funding, it, it really does make a difference when people show up and when people mm. say i'm done yeah. mm-hmm. voting harder is not going to change anything mm-hmm. because we're already th- those There's of us th- million people who did not vote we're right. already right. we're already in th- the democrats control the house we've yeah. got the presidency and we're still here so mm-hmm. voting more is not going to it that that's it like now we now we take action you know show up for things in, you know if there's actions in your area, if you can show up you know and, and uh, donate to abortionfunds.org, which is something that helps uh, women travel across state lines right now in order to get abortions, it helps provide um, aftercare, all those sorts of things. Find local commu- local clinics in your area. If you're in a state mm. that supports reproductive health care, find uh, small clinics. I'm doing a-, a fundraiser for Planned Parenthood, but even they will say, our small clinics need support because oftentimes those small clinics are the only thing in rural areas uh, Mm -hmm. that are helping women and particularly uh, women of color in communities where those things are not easily accessed. So put your money where your mouth is, be willing to take an unpopular stance, be willing to stand up. This is human Mm -hmm. rights. Like Mm -hmm. when, when we have been arguing for the last three years or four years and women have been saying, they're coming for th- they're going to undo this and we've been told like no they're not it was settled precedent we had supreme court justices lie on the bench and say yep. that it was settled precedent when it wasn't yep. we have impeachable offenses of supreme court justices who stated that something was not going to be touched and then the fir- one of the first things they did was went mm-hmm. in and undid it that you know these are huge problems if we read about mm-hmm. these in another country we would mm-hmm. be outraged we would you know if we read about these violations we would be sending troops to other countries mm-hmm. it's happening in our country and I don't I, I think people think you're using hyperbole when you're like get out in the streets be loud mm-hmm. you know find out where organizations and and things are in your community that you can donate to whether it's your time whether it's your money whether it's resharing reposting mm-hmm. you know the, it's it we're in a crisis
3: they're yeah. coming
2: for lgbtq family in this country they're coming for reproductive health care whether that's abortion rights whether that's contraception it's here and it's happening we're already reading articles about how they're doing this
1: mm.
2: it's not like it, we should all be on fire about this mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If there is there's no reaction that is over dramatic right
3: now. <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and like
2: and people have been saying, Oh, you're being you're you know, I'm like, say that within this distance. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it's interesting yeah. too. Well, how also, like with our daughter, especially, you know, we have younger daughters. I know we all have the spectrum of ages here. Um, but Tam and I, our daughters are eight, mm-hmm. you know, she has a younger three and a half year old. But how do we talk to our girls about all this stuff going on you know it's like want to be open with them want to like tell them what's going on but also i mean in some still fear right right you don't want to instill so much fear i mean you want them to know well my daughter
0: i tried to talk to her about it and she was like what do you mean i don't have like i was trying to (laughs) right appropriately talk, talk about these subjects mm-hmm. i mean it's
2: hard when they're that young right? Right, right like i
0: can't really talk about sex so i can't really explain what's right, right, right but i said you know right now it's like we don't there's certain people who are deciding that we don't have control of our bodies and she's like well i don't understand that and then she said we'll do men and i quote unquote and i said no they do and she goes well that doesn't make sense <laughs> um and welcome welcome <laughs> yeah. and there's so many other yeah. and then we start there's going so down the trail of like also me. men yeah. make more money than you do she's like what do you mean they make more money than i did? they go yeah they probably Make about thirty percent. Just anyway, we went down that 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 um, rabbit hole, but I had to stop at some point because I we haven't explained what sex is in those terms that are age appropriate Mm -hmm. so how do you explain subjects like this when they don't fully understand the whole subject of
3: just use family planning exactly how you were describing it when you Mm -hmm. decided when you were saying Tammy, that you you know the government has now decided what your family looks Mm -hmm. like you can stay away from the word sex if they you know Mm What that is necessarily right. you, use, you know family planning Use women's health care like you mm-hmm. know women's health and that you know you know they <clears throat> they know that women can become mommies and you can say, you know, and if that leads down to, you go, oh, well, how do women become mommies? Then, you know, at your own discretion. on those exact terms. <laughs> right. no. You're a um, therapist, so I
2: defer on all of yes. this. Like, yeah. how's the best way to talk to your kids? I'm like, I don't know. I just like yell and scream shit around the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I, I, I've, I really think just being as honest as you can. I mean, this is the thing. I've, I've always been that way with my girls and I, and I you know, think back to, again, you know, when I was younger that I think I was like six or seven when my mom took us to the Holocaust Museum in Israel. Mm -hmm. And like, you'd think that's too young, but it's not too young because you know what, like six and seven year old and younger were murdered. And so Mm -hmm. it was something that, you know, I had to wrap my head around and I did have lots of questions. I'm sure I asked them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my daughters have grown up the same way but if you don't want to touch on sex you really don't have to you can mm-hmm. use family planning right like some people aren't ready to have babies some people aren't ready to start a family and the mm-hmm. government is saying that whether or not they're ready if they if they get pregnant you know you can stay away from that you know well, how they get pregnant mm-hmm. um, you know, then they're going to be, they have to have the baby. And, you know, so then some people who might want more babies aren't going to get pregnant because that puts their health at risk. And you can also say, you know, and I, and I would say, you know, and it's a health issue because unfortunately pregnancies don't always go as planned. So sometimes it can be dangerous and, you know, mm-hmm. and even if it's dangerous at this point, the government saying that, you know, it doesn't matter. And that's mm-hmm. the problem. And, you know, I don't want you to instill Fear—that's not what I'm saying. But the fact is, they, they, they should be a little bit of. There should be some healthy fear there Mm -hmm. because we do have flight and fight instincts for a reason, Mm -hmm. and this is going to tap into them. And you don't want to give them rip roaring anxiety because the world will do that for them. But you know, (laughs) in the year, they'll be they'll be on
2: that train. Yeah, Uh, my house years. Yeah, exactly Um, right. They've got all
3: their life to be (laughs) right. They'll get there, but I, but I think us, you know. As parents trying to cushion it, Mm. isn't actually going to serve them. Mm. And if you look at other countries and what other kids go through in other countries and the things that they see and war and, you know, all I mean, uh, us as Americans trying to control, you know, our kids in the sense of like what they can and can't process, we are actually underestimating them gravely. And we're not giving them a chance to develop their own activism and their Mm. own empathy. And wanting to take a stand. You know, Joe and I were talking about this the other day. You know, I I give my mom is insane, like (laughs) certifiably insane. But I give her so much credit in the sense that she never sheltered us from stuff. She always had us be of service. Mm -hmm. She got us involved in being, she was an activist and she got us involved in activism from a very early age. And so, you know, I don't have to worry about, well, I mean, I guess I kind of do as a therapist, but you shouldn't work with me as a therapist if you're, you know, if you don't like my views, probably Mm -hmm. not that I share them with my clients, but Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about losing work necessarily. So I've, I've always just, you know, said whatever. And so, Mm -hmm. so do my children. Um, Has that gotten them in trouble at school? Yep. But you know what? Mm -hmm. You live it like, that's how they're going to learn. And they're going to learn what to say, what not to say to different parents, teachers, whoever. And when Mm -hmm. they feel like they really are very passionate about something and want to take a stand you know good then I then they're going to do that my younger one right before school was making pride flags Mm -hmm. and one somebody in the school had gotten upset and had said that they didn't want the pride flag on her desk that she had drawn Mm -hmm. and she was like I don't care like that's I'm not going to take it down you know and and where I got a call from the counselor and we talked about it and it was, you know, and they were like, as long, as long as you don't care that, you know, other people are upset and, and I was like, no, I don't care. Like, and we talked about that and Lu- Lulu was just like, too bad, you know, she like, fought for yeah. what she wanted and did she lose some friends? Yeah. But then she was like, I don't think I really want to be those people's, you mm-hmm. know, friends then. Mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And she's 10, mm-hmm. you know, so like yeah. she's not that far off from, mm-hmm you know you got you how old you know your kids are yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we just we i think as parents and i think it's partly again like it's this country and it's because we are privileged as a country um that we we want to protect so badly and we want to protect our kids from trauma Mm -hmm. of course it's a natural instinct but i think at times we're doing more damage then we should because they have this is life but mm-hmm. like, kids mm-hmm. can
2: do active shooter drills at school i'm pretty yeah. sure they can handle conversations about bodily autonomy yeah. exactly. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's so true and like, i that's, tell that's people that makes... i'm like guess what your first grader is hiding under their desk
1: might mm. have
2: a conversation about bodily autonomy
1: right like
0: one of the things that keeps me up at night is just that i cannot protect my mm-hmm. child, not even, there's not even the subject. Sure. We can, we can approach those in age but age. ways, but I just mm-hmm. can't, protect. I feel like That's these last I four know. days I've been crying every day because I feel like I can't protect her. Mm-hmm. I feel lost. I feel directionless. I, I know that I should funnel that into what you were saying, like get out on the street, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I've let her down. I know I haven't, it's not, I might, I didn't do this, mm-hmm. but I look at my two beautiful kids when they sleep. And I think, I can't protect you anymore like I can't there's so many I know in life you can't mm-hmm. always protect your kids but the basic human right I can't protect for you like I you know and that that's what's been hurting me I think the most these last few days is just like my babies like they you know you have to let
2: it, well, you, it used uh, to be mm-hmm. that there was a time in your life that you felt your children were protected as long as you right. were there to, to mother them and to parent them and that they could be kept relatively safe from things. Yeah. Um, and that it wasn't until they maybe went off to college and you felt like they had experienced a little bit of life and a little bit of, you know, bumps and bruises along the way and some soft landing areas that, you know, maybe they would get some, some, some scary things happen, but they'd be okay. And once they're like, you mm-hmm. know, a little older at college, they can go off. And I think what we're all realizing is, is the world is a much scarier place much sooner now. Mm. And that, that when we would send almost adults off it was scary mm-hmm. enough
1: mm-hmm. to
2: let them go into the into the big bad awful world but now we're sending babies off to do that mm-hmm. we're sending little ones mm-hmm. off and hoping that they that they can do the best that they can because the world is such a scary place right now mm-hmm. and I think as moms it you know um I know I'm angry yeah, I'm mm-hmm. angry, yeah. like this isn't this wasn't, this wasn't the shit I was promised. Mm -hmm. This wasn't the shit that was, you know, like, this was especially, I think, you know, coming, facing the the sort of the confrontation of like, the idea of what this country is about and and getting Mm -hmm. angry and being like, this was, there was a whole different thing Mm -hmm. that I was told as a young person that was supposed to be going on here. We were doing like here and now we're like, and and people are saying that it's not happening. And it's, you're like, I'm crazy. Yeah. Our it? parents didn't freak out about sending
1: us to preschool and worrying about us getting my shot. My child has a bullet, my child yeah. has a
0: bulletproof backpack, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. in her backpack is the, the back of it is bulletproof. Mm.
1: Wow.
0: Well, and I never, be, no, I wow. never, I never send her to school without laced, tied up shoes. Cause she can run faster.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: And, and if you, if you are, you need to kids. think about that because you, mm-hmm. you have to have least. I mean, it's like, you know, in a, I come from Australia. So I grew up in Sydney and, you know, <clears with> my <throat> family are dual citizens and mm-hmm. even though our careers and our work is here and my husband's American and we do love America so much, there is a really solid case for moving back to Australia full time because you know, I never once when I, w- I was in Australia for a year—the last it was about three months ago—for work, and I never once went to a movie and looked for an exit. Not one time, mm-hmm. not one time. And I forgot—I actually forgot that I needed to do that until I went to a movie here, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to stay in the movie because I just I felt like I was a duck in a pond, like just mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah, like I. Mm-hmm. And all these little little traumas that start to build up about living in a country that you thought you loved, it's like, what's worth it? You know, mm-hmm. what's worth yeah. it now?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Australia, by the way. And every time I am Diamond, how's it going? <laughs> you want to try a shrimp on the Bobby and a fee? <laughs> it's, it's, like it's swim in the Avo? It's one of the my favorite places I've ever been. And when I talk about moving, that's always my top <laughs> Like Yeah, I,
0: I think there. everyone's gonna try to move there. And yeah. my oldest
3: yeah. daughter yeah. wants to go to college there. So I'm just telling her now I'm gonna follow her. I'm like mm. sure it's a wonderful place to live um again smaller 10 percent,
0: so 30 million instead of 300 million which has its advantages and disadvantages um you can only get to a certain level there with your career um but maybe at some point that doesn't matter as much maybe you stay here Mm -hmm. do whatever you have to do financially and then then move back so that's probably the end goal you know yes there's also the australian men over there which are not they all look like that. They all have great bodies and drink uh, six packs and have some bear Monday on the barbie. <laughs>
1: there you go. There. It's great. a really bad accent.
3: It's not, for a, not a terrible place to be. Is what you're saying? No, no, I mean, no not at, at all. Other than like the deadliest, you know, creatures. And oh, everything, other than everything, all the trying to kill you. The kill you. Kill
2: you. Yeah, it's okay.
1: There's
0: 97. <laughs> My, I'll, I'll tell this quick story and then and then we'll let you guys go. But, um. So we were on the beach, we were driving um, from one place to another place in Australia, and my kid picked up a, a shell, like a little a little a shell, and we were in the car, and we were looking at this little shell, and all of a sudden, like this little crabby came out, like a little hermit crab, um, put his beaded head up, like his little, you know, tentacles out, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so cute, we'll just call it Herbie the Crab, put it on my social media, and I was like, hey guys, you know what crab this is, they're like, it's a cone snail, it'll kill you within three seconds if it touches your skin. I was like are you fucking
2: Get it out of the
0: <laughs> <laughs> Out of the window? I started my daughter, I've got video because I thought it was so funny. We're all hysterically crying because the, the symptom of death is that you don't have any symptoms. You just die. So like awesome. where are we thinking, you know, like totally having a panic attack going, I feel like I can't.
2: Right. Is anyone? Hello. right? <laughs>
0: but if you look up cone snail, they're the most deadliest creatures, I think one of them in God. the world yeah. <laughs> and they look like shells. <laughs> so like, literally there, Australia
2: is out to kill you. Where they they're like I, we woke up one morning and everything was covered in spiders. I'm like no, <laughs> <laughs> so spiders. Like, oh, like, oh,
0: that's a husband. He's fine. My husband's like
3: there's. When I was in Sydney, I just remember yeah. like being in a park and the guy that was like you know showing us around was like said something about flying foxes. And then was he, was, was he hot? Was no. he hot? Was he hot? I mean, they're all like, <laughs> no, like the no, same, Roxy. Sadly, I was married at the time, but <laughs> you know, and he was You appreciated. I'd go back yeah. otherwise, but he says something about flying foxes, and then somebody was like, "Oh, well, we see one," and he was like, uh, "You can just like look up, and you look up, and they're just all like hanging yeah. there in the tree, like." just <gasps> The whole tree is just boxes. Yeah. <laughs> like my husband, my poor
0: Missourian husband is so is so nervous about it. But he like we go on hikes and it says beware of the stinging nettle tree. They will shoot darts at you. <laughs> and yeah, really no. careful because you can die within two hours. But uh, emergency number is down here if you get stung. So it's like the trees.
2: Hey, <laughs> yeah, hold on. We have blow dart trees. You could just be what. Hold yeah. on, our trees might just go <laughs> and be like out to kill you. You yeah,
3: know what I mean? That shit, I got it. I got enough problems here i love i love that it's saving. just so like you know oh, just beware you know because <laughs> no, i just not it. it's like, that like that some indiana jones dark blowing trees just it, it, out here it, it, hanging it. out Yeah, out.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, oh it's a great white you know just don't right. go over there and punch it in its nose my husband won't even get in the
2: water the like, idea oh, for sharknado <laughs>
1: was decidedly <laughs> yeah. Australian because
2: they were like that shit could really happen in australia that like a oh, yeah. sharknado just comes right everyone so, comes. I,
3: I snorkeled in the great barrier reef and i lasted for all of 10 minutes Because I was like, kept hearing the Jaws theme in my head. Oh my god! (laughs) Like, (laughs) and those groupers are huge, and all you see is like this big shadow, like out in the, and these huge groupers, and I'm like. I don't know what the. I don't care if that's a grouper or not. I'm out. Like I'm and the out.
0: jellyfish. There's like these blue I got jellyfish. When I, to, when I was
3: young, I used to just throw sand on them and they
0: used to pop. It was like a game that we played. But they're very deadly. I just <laughs> was like, oh, there's a blue jellyfish. So when it stings you, you have to pee on it. Like yeah. the first, the ammonia. So,
2: like, I remember. <laughs> I've actually heard like, though. That actually, pee on true. it.
0: Someone that's, has to pee. Yeah. That's a
3: friendship. You guys can be even closer. Here we go. Not we in pee on each there's other. Golden shower. Right. Yeah. I, got stung, that. I got stung by a jellyfish when I was in Australia and luckily, on it. God, yeah, it was, it was painful. He's like, yeah, I did. painful On my leg. It was not great. Nobody peed on me, but the lovely, very attractive, you know, medic that was with us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's and like, he was like, like I he let me on. see a leg. But he <laughs> my to, brother yeah. does that stuff. He goes to like, save stuff that he had to yeah. put on. And like, there was mm. like a whole triage situation and man, yeah. I mean, and it hurt like it hurt. Yeah. Like, for a while.
1: I'll still take the babes. I'll still take the babes. Yeah,
0: I don't mean to break it to you, but you're married. You've been married for sixteen
3: years. Just that's letting bad. you know. Well, just in there case you know. go. <laughs> well, I'm Thanks going back. I'll find, I'll find somebody for all of us, Roxy. I'll just. I'll <laughs> not me. if the blow pay pay.
2: Read Get to you first. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> just don't tell I my husband. Spend, like
2: we spend
0: like, pretty much half it.
3: our half our life there, half the year there. So if you ever go back, let me know, and I'll. Oh my show God! I will. I'm actually. I'm thinking. I'm going to go back uh in. January because my mom wants to go see the school. Yeah, let us know. We'll be there January till April. Oh She'll throw God. some oh, shrimp
1: on the bobby. She'll throw some it. shrimp on the bobby. I, love I loved loves, everything uh, about yeah.
3: it. I mean, I oh. loved Australia. So I guess that's the lesson that we're taking. Away. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> you know what? Julie, I, I mean, yeah. We're fighting the patriarchy here, uh, avoiding blow dart. Uh, <laughs> That's the title that of this, this podcast. Together. Yeah, fighting the it's patriarchy, so avoiding blow darts. Oh God, it's so much. There's a lot. So so everything's trying to kill me.
0: Everything, everything.
1: Well,
2: thank you guys so much. We so
0: appreciate you being absolutely. On. Um, yeah. We love you, and please let us know where everyone can follow what you're doing and everything that you guys have going on.
2: Yes yeah you can uh follow our podcast uh we're finishing up our fifth season uh right now never thought i'd say this you can check us out at never thought i'd say this on instagram never thought i'd on twitter uh and you can also follow me at jody sweeten across all socials um if you you know guaranteed to piss you off no i'm just kidding uh but,
3: <laughs> but come follow me over there Celia, what about you uh, you can find me at the Celia Behar, and you can also email us if you'd like. Uh, but please, note, we're getting so much hate mail. I gotta read it to you later. Um, oh. It's cr- and it's like a cuckoo. <laughs> oh great! <laughs> oh
2: fantastic! Yeah, you know, I have mental.
3: Anyway, you okay. can email. <laughs> please, please don't send crazy, crazy emails uh, or no. <laughs> don't like send emails, but don't. <laughs> but don't you know? But don't. Don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's uh, never thought I'd at protonmail.com. Nice. So, yeah. Well, we're going to go on
0: their podcast soon. And thank you guys so much. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. I am Taman Sursok. And I am Roxy Manning. And we are...
1: (gasps) Women
2: on... on top! Top! Oh, I didn't know we were supposed to join in. Oh.